Welcome to the Life of a Cheerleading Coach. You're listening to the new series where I answer specific coaching questions in five minutes. So let's take five. This episode is brought to you by the Cheer Coach Planner. Are you ready to replace your bulky coach binder? If so, then you should check out the Cheer Coach Planner. Designed specifically for cheerleading coaches, the Cheer Coach Planner helps you to simplify the administrative side of coaching through the use of planning and organization. Inside, you'll find over 250 pages, including 12 undated monthly calendars, daily life and practice planners, a team section full of forms to help you keep track of everything specific to your team, like rosters, absences, and athlete profiles, and a season section full of forms to help you keep track of everything related to your season, like tryouts, fundraising, game days, pep rallies, and competitions. With a physical planner, digital planner options, and new planners for your captains, you're bound to find an option that works for you. Check them out at cheercoachplanner.com or visit the link in my show notes. The Cheer Coach Planner, your season, your plan. Here's the scenario. I'm in need of some help. Those of you that use a mascot, how do you go about selecting and what are your rules and guidelines for them? I'm 100% new to this and I am in much need for some help. I know that other programs have various rules and guidelines for their mascots. Some people use a cheerleader. Some people use a sibling or a random student. However, In my experience, we've had tryouts for mascot before, and I feel like having a mascot tryout makes it so that you can effectively delegate this responsibility to one individual or two individuals so that you can rely on them to be there consistently for you. So we have done tryouts for mascot in the past, and what that looks like is essentially they prepare ahead of time a five-minute skit and they just perform it for us as if they were in a mascot costume. What this does is allow the individual to showcase their creativity and have fun with their performance. Along with this five-minute skit, they are to send us three ideas to implement crowd and student involvement. They are to have one letter of recommendation from teachers, coaches, or former employers, and sign our contract Other programs have separate contracts for their mascot. In our contract, the information for mascot is included in it. So they just sign the exact same one that the athletes did throughout their tryout process, and they bring it to us during their tryout. Like I've mentioned in years prior, we've had more than one mascot. One year, I had two mascots try out for the position, and they balanced their schedules and just took turns showing up to games, which I thought was great experience for the both of them. I would recommend trying to assign a mascot to this position for the whole year. The reason being, I've had it where we've assigned a cheerleader into this role and they aren't very happy with being in this position, although they've agreed to it. And that's completely understandable because they're also a cheerleader, right? They want to be representing themselves in their uniform, not in the mascot costume. We've also had people step into this costume for one night, like a sibling has done it at games. And that ended up going south because we had students who were shouting the mascot's name. And to me, 
my one rule for mascot is you shouldn't know who's under the mask or in the costume. It kind of defeats the purpose and takes away a little bit of the magic behind the person in the costume. We've also had it where students would go into the costume and do inappropriate things. So just making sure that you have that one person that you can say, here are your set of rules. You need to make sure that you're representing our mascot appropriately because you're representing our school and our program. And please don't take off your helmet or your head. Don't let anyone else take off your helmet or your head and don't tell anybody that's your mascot, which I understand is hard for high schoolers because by the end of my first year coaching, we had everybody knowing who the mascot was, but at the same time, it just is a little disrespectful when you have students in the student section pulling off the head of the mascot. So trying to communicate with delegate in this position that they shouldn't be allowing that kind of behavior from their friends or they shouldn't be that close to them at a game in the first place that they could reach over in the stands and rip off the helmet. One thing that we also do with our mascot is that they're also eligible to receive a letter if they do participate in. So when we select our mascot this season, they will be added to our team's calendar and be told what games to attend. It'll probably mostly be home football and basketball games. And if they do attend at least 90% of those, which is what I have in my contract for my athletes, they will letter. I would check with your administration to make sure that that's a possibility before you offer it to your mascot, however. When I told our athletes that we were having tryouts for a mascot this season, they were so excited and they had ideas on who they could invite to attend the tryout. So I know that if you haven't tried it already, it would be a fun experience for your team to host a tryout. I hope this helps and I hope you find yourself a mascot. If you want to be a part of the next episode, please leave a listener voice message. Link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and go make a difference.